Hello, corn dogs. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast? Well, Anchor by Spotify is your solution. Anchor allows you to make a podcast in the easiest way possible. Let me explain. Anchor has tools to let you record and edit your podcast from your phone or computer. It also distributes all your podcasts for you, and you can listen on Spotify, Apple, wherever, and Anchor does all that for you. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, enjoy the show. Watch a new and podcast, watch a new and podcast, watch a new and podcast, watch a new and podcast. They're a semi-chaotic team, man. They're here for podcasting. Watch a new and podcast. Watch a new and podcast. We're headed to the tri-state to hang with Phineas and Ferb. So come along for all the thrill with Felipe, Navi, and Will. They're firing up the Rewatchinator. This is what we're going to do today. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of What You Doin', a Phineas and Ferb rewatch podcast. And it is me, your favorite watermelon baby. I don't know if that's a thing. That, mm-hmm. that, was, that was a choice. But it's me, Felipe, and I'm not alone. As always, I am joined by Perry the Judgepus himself, William. William, how are you doing? Perry, I'm doing 21st great. 21st of September. It is. Tonight is the night, the 21st night of September. I am, uh, my Zoom background is, is the music video from the song September by your Fire. Me epilepsy. Um, I am also sitting in front of my, my shame curtains. They're, they're not going to hang themselves. Yes, um, but we are not alone. As always, we are joined by our very own flawless girl, Navi. Navi, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing okay. I don't think I'm a flawless girl because according to the Anna Wintour of the Phineas and Ferb uh, universe, I am four inches too ugly <laughs> to be a flawless girl. But I appreciate the compliment all the same because as we all learned at the end of the episode, I don't even know what remember. What I was going to say something very ageist about that woman, but I decided against it. Anyways, we are here to talk about Attack of the 50 Foot sister and uh backyard aquarium yeah the episode's just called backyard aquarium how lazy yeah. is that i'm sorry i'm i'm spoiling some tears for later maybe maybe um but yeah first off we have to do the requisite how is everyone's week it's going all right uh yeah uh my week was going well until i got bombarded by berries and cream videos from one william davis oh i i love it i love berries and cream tiktok it's the funniest it gives me anxiety and i need to talk to my therapist about it that's how much i hate it every single one of them is funny i hate them so much (laughs) i hate them um navi what is your stance on the berries and the cream i have not checked it out yet but I, be grateful I that you be concerned or you not. should be concerned by William. Oh, William, we so, need to have an intervention. Okay, um, you the the 2007 commercial for Starburst that had the little lad who no, loves berries. Don't traumatize Navi have, by explaining what it have is. You, Let her live have in you peace. seen this commercial? No, no Navi, don't, please don't watch it. Live in peace. 
Okay. Well, there was there was this commercial in 2007 for Starburst, and it was this guy dressed up in like almost like Victorian era clothing. He looks like Mr. Bean. This this little lad who loves berries. No, and cream. stop. He sings a song about berries and cream. I'm doing the rest of this podcast in protest. Um, and and that audio has resurfaced on TikTok, uh, and and now people are editing that audio into other things, and Mm -hmm. it's the funniest thing. Okay, Will sent us a TikTok of it. Oh yeah, I sent I sent you the one of uh of Bohemian Rhapsody with the berries and cream. Nightmare fuel. Navi, protect your peace. That's what I say. Unless oh, Chappelle okay. tells you to unprotect your peace, but don't listen to Chappelle. He can be a bad influence sometimes. <laughs> okay. Um, anyways, uh, who wants to talk about Attack of the 50-Foot Sister? Because I, I have the notes for it, but if anyone has any first impressions, let's hear them. Nah? Okay. It was fine. It was fine. Yeah, I like the second episode more. Um, yes. Well, I the 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 second episode I remember more also from like the bratwurst bottle mm. battle I don't know why I said bottle mm. but um anyways attack of the fifty foot sister we start off Candace and Stacy are watching a flawless girl ad is this her song for the episode it is spoilers not as catchy as when will you call me from the second episode another choice another choice sir please. Um, I just realized we'll stop playing the September 21st uh, thing and I thank you because I would have gotten very dizzy by the end uh, then so Candace and Stacey are like oh my god the fla- what's the what's the old lady's name her name is not Anna Wintour her name is Tyra Banks also not Tyra Banks Blanca Deshawn Blanca Deshawn is going to be at the county fair and Candace and Stacey are like, let's go to the county fair and become flawless girls. Meanwhile, Baljeet sends a help beacon to Phineas and Ferb, which, sir, again, when will you call them? You don't need to send a Princess Leia beacon. Like, at least R2-D2 didn't show up, but he basically did the Princess Leia. Phineas and Ferb, thought, you're my only help. I, I kind of liked the, the Princess Leia bit. No, I, I love the homage, but if you're going to do it, you've got to get R2-D2 on board. Like, where, where was Droid? Speaking of Princess Leia, I was I was looking up uh, April Winchell, who does the voice of Blanca Deshawn. She also does the voice of Princess Leia in the Phineas and Ferb Star Wars uh, special. Um, speaking, I thought you were going to say, speaking of Princess Leia, did anyone else see uh, Martha Lucas drag the new trilogy and also say the prequel, so the first Phantom Menace was so boring that it made her cry? It's... I'm admittedly not a big Star Wars boy. Me too. I think the movies are like the weakest part of the franchise. I think the stuff that isn't even canon anymore is the best mm-hmm. stuff, and it's not canon. What the fuck? Okay, the original no. trilogy, I like. The original I, trilogy is fine. Like I, I also get the, like uh, I love the breaking at the time, but yeah, I, I um shortly before the pandemic, my my friends had you know found out that. I had seen very little Star Wars movies. Uh, had, I, I saw seven and eight in theaters. That's about it. Um, and I saw Rogue One on uh, on Netflix. Um, but I hadn't seen any of the original trilogy or any of the prequels. 
Um, so they were, you know, taking me through watching all of these. And uh, b- before we had to stop hanging out because of the pandemic, uh, we had watched four and five and one. You're doing like the machete order oh, the thing. Machete, okay. Uh, yeah. And I thought they were just fine. I will say, if you're ready for a hot take, Attack of the Clones might be the most fun Star Wars movie there is. Don't at me. Okay. Anyways, moving on. I didn't see Attack. I I once had an opportunity. It's a party. Attack of the Clones in the theaters, but instead I saw the Powerpuff Girls movie in the theater. Probably the better choice. Who are we before Um, we move on? I feel like I'm the Bubbles. Will is the Blossom. Navi is the Buttercup. I think I'm more Bubbles. You're Mm -hmm. Bubbles? Who am I then? Maybe you're Buttercup. I'm not. I'm not angry enough to be Buttercup. I think you're pretty angry. <laughs> yeah, you, saying, are the, you are. Unhappy. You are the Brazilian dragon. Yes. Yeah. Maybe. Hmm. Sound off, Giovanni. Um, I want. I want your thoughts. <laughs> um. Anyways. Uh. So we go back. Uh. Long oh, Shout out to Laura Dern. My favorite. My favorite. Uh. Moment in in any Star Wars movie I've seen is Laura Dern. Purple hair, Laura Dern. I literally. Did not even realize who was in the shot of the movie I was watching yesterday. It's like, is the formatting supposed to be like this? And then William just responds, Laura Dern. What's Laura Dern? <laughs> you love Laura Dern. Laderna Murma. No, I was trying to say a Lader- Laura Moderna. Yeah, I think I said Laura Derna. Yeah. The, the Laura Derna vaccine. Yeah. The only side effect is critical acclaim. <laughs> Love that. Uh, anyway, so Baljeet sends the beacon. They're like, okay, we'll go help you. So they also pull up to the carnival and Baljeet is ashamed of the size of his watermelon. And he needs them to help grow the melon. Yeah. Do y'all think melons and honeydews are deceptive? What do you mean? They look so good, but they are so disappointing. Uh, I like a cantaloupe. I don't like a honeydew, but I, I see a honeydew and I know going into it, it's not going to be good. <laughs> Honestly, on the tier of melons between watermelon, honeydew, and cantaloupe, I think honeydew's at the top there because it's sweet. I think watermelon's the tippy top. Wait, a honeydew is the sweet one? Yeah. That's the green one, you know, right? Yeah. I don't know if, I don't know if they're different in Canada, these melons. Maybe. Um, no, honey, honeydew is the most flavorless one to me. I'd say watermelon's more flavorless. Okay, maybe I'm maybe I'm making this up. It's been a long time since I've had melon. Whoa! Yeah, I don't think cantaloupe is that flavorful. <laughs> Not the eyebrow race. <laughs> I think if you get a a a good cantaloupe is better than a good honeydew. I I I don't think I've ever had a good honeydew. I think every honeydew I've had just tastes like I'm eating pieces that are close to the rind. Maybe this is just a sign that all melons are overrated. I don't know about that. Okay. (laughs) Um, No, but I stand by, I think honeydew. Okay. Hmm. I, I like a good watermelon. Let me see. Are there other types of melons? Types of melons. Let's see. How do we feel about a musk melon? A zucchini is a melon, huh? Is there something called like a cassava or something like that? I don't know. Uh, cassava. Cassava melon. C-A-S-A-B-A. Like 
Oh, that, no, that's, that's not that is the name of honeydew, question mark? I look up cassava melon, and it's showing me a picture of... Today I learned zucchini is a melon. I'm going to tweet that out. No, a cassava melon is not a honeydew. It's its own thing. Zucchini is a melon. The more you know. I can't even spell zucchini. How do you spell that? Z-U-C-C... I do like... Um, so, a lot of... Um, like bubble tea places will have like honeydew flavored. Oh, honeydew tea. flavor. Slaps. I like that. I like mm-hmm. that a lot. That's that probably why honeydew sweet. suck because they, they but, take uh, all the honeydew flavor for the but actual, like, whenever you get the quote unquote fresh fruit plate at the continental breakfast, uh, that is like, oh, those are um, nasty. Fruit yeah, cups at a continental breakfast. You can, it, miss yeah. Me with that. Are you eating uh, unripened honeydew? Like, what's going on here? I don't know that ripened honeydew is even that much better. Who I don't like honeydew. Maybe maybe Canada just gets the good honeydew and they it's it uh, yeah, doesn't change we get the terrible cantaloupe. Maybe. Hey, listen, I would much rather have great honeydew and great healthcare than great cantaloupe. I yeah, don't I don't even know how the birthing process works in the U.S. Like, how do you all give birth and then have to pay like a bajillion dollars just to start a family? I don't understand. Don't even get me started on the pre-existing condition thing. I can't claim to be an expert either on knowing how the birthing process works <laughs> uh, in America or elsewhere. <laughs> True. I don't know. If, yeah. I don't think we're the experts. That might be more. Should Finney's Sorry if I'm herb, coming on too they, hard. I no. feel like I am good? very tired. I haven't slept. I went to Relatable. bed at like p.m. or TA, 2 a.m. this past. Relatable. We can speed this up. Where'd my notes go? What the fuck? <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, anyway, so yeah, Baljeet is ashamed of the watermelon. So Finney's and Ferb, they open up the chemistry lab and Baljeet's like, I would like to have a Ferb. And Phineas winks at him. Uh, and so they're like, okay, we'll make an elixir to grow things. And they put some on the watermelon and it grows a smidge. And Candace laughs. She's like, uh-huh, y'all are just that gigantic dweebs. I don't know if she says dweebs or dorks or something, but mm-hmm. yeah. Nerds. Yeah. Um, but then Candace goes to Blanca and Blanca's like, you're too short for the flawless girl because she's 5'8 and the flawless girls have to be 5'10 or over. Um, that's like, like a like a line in the song is, is yeah no less than five foot ten and Candace like wait that was a real line and she's like yeah no 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 yeah that that we meant it we don't write things just to write things um and then she's like but you can at least take some of the other flawless products that we have here so you can become as close to flawless as possible I'm like wow not only are you gonna like say this girl is like you're gonna give this girl trauma but you're also gonna make her buy your products afterwards yeah. The beauty industry is a scam. Uh, they're they're only selling you products to make you think uh, you look better, but what you think is is looking good is is forced upon you. Wait, so you're saying that the the ad that I see every time I start a new game of solitaire on my phone for like lose like two hundred pounds in like five days taking this vitamin that's that's a that's a lie. Who knows? Only one way you to find out is to buy the vitamin. <laughs> 
please. Yeah. I don't have that can kind I, of money. Can I make a dumb shout out to the Phineas and Ferb wiki really quick? Of course. We love the um, Phineas and Ferb wiki. So in, in describing that, that Candace is, is two inches too short, um, it says, uh, Blanca tells Candace to stand over by a measuring post and tells her that she is two inches, parentheses, 5.08 centimeters, too short. <laughs> we love the conversion. I like that they, they put the, the units in metric for us. Yeah, I appreciate that as a Canadian. See, the Canadians, they, they, they need that. Um, yeah, I think I still would rather have the better honeydews and the better healthcare and, as opposed to the better units of measurement and the um, but wait, are you saying that the imperial no, because I, I changed my mind mid-sentence. I was like, I'm not gonna I'm not, I'm gonna pause and think about what I just said and shame myself internally. Yeah, you should do that. Yes. Um <laughs> yeah. Uh anyways, uh let me go back. Uh so yeah, so Candace like, wait, but I have an idea. So she steals the elixir even after Phineas is like, no, you can't take it because it takes a little bit. Um and so she does it anyways. And I was surprised she didn't pour the whole bottle on her head. But she goes and she grows two inches. And then Blanca is like, oh, my God, you're a flawless girl. Um, but then she gets, she gets, what's the, what's the modeling word? And she gets recruited. She gets uh, discovered. There we go. Mm, yeah. And then okay. she starts growing more and she goes and hides in a tent where the oddball dude, he's like, oh my God, tent lady, come here. I'm going to recruit you. You're going to mm-hmm. be the op, you're going to be the King Kong, but you're going to be the lady and I'm going to be dressed as King Kong. And yeah. Really, really buried the lead on, on the oddball, oddball dude's name, which is P.P. Otter. Yeah. I intentionally uh, so, buried the lead. <laughs> you know, very, very uh, slanted reference to P.T. Barnum, but his name is P.P which is non-trivially fun. Let's get the sound drop. Navi, you know the quote. No? Do okay. I? PP always pulls through. Oh. Big brother. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Remember when Polly Oh my God, speaking of Big Brother 18, five speaking years ago. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. Uh, five years ago tonight, Nicole Franzel won Big Brother. Yeah, wow yeah. i only remember because it was the 21st night of september yeah honestly my... the only thing i remember about the pp thing is the team pp haircut that they gave each other that's all i remember from that no you know how i remember because in my head i wrote a little wanda because it was like the 21st night of september friendship lost in the end and then later the the chorus was like i uh we just met michaela ah and Figgy and Taylor, because they premiered back to back. Mm. Yeah. I will say, Candace totally brought this on herself, right? Right? Okay, thank you. Candace mm-hmm. does not know how to listen. That's true. She is very uh, narrow-minded. Or narrow-focused. She's got this a big focus, this, this episode. Yeah. I did love the, like, animation of her giant head. And, like... Bobbly. And she's in in like the the house of mirrors. Yeah, and she looks and normal. Yeah, she because earlier she walked in the house of mirrors and like you know it's a, it's a house of mirrors. You're supposed to look silly, but she looks in the mirror. And she's like, oh, I look fine. Oh wait, it's a trick mirror. If I look normal, that means Stacy. something's wrong. Yeah, Stacy looks unhinged, and then she's mm-hmm. like, oh my god, and she runs out, and then the oddball's like, okay, let's go do this King Kong bit. Um, so. 
she goes to she climbs the top of Duke Tower, and we'll get to the Duke plot in a little bit. And then Blanca sees her, and she's like, "Oh my God, you are the most flawless individual ever. You need to be my flawless girl." So she climbs the top. She goes up the elevator. Uh, does Doofus Prince own the whole building? Can we establish I this? I think so. I mean, I would assume so. This is like that alimony money, man. Yeah, but like. Don't you need like a VIP pass? Does he not have a security guard? I don't know. Anyways, where's Normat? Is what I'm asking. But she, uh, the Blanca is like screaming at her from the bottom. She's like, Candace, Candace. And Candace like goes and picks her up. And then they're both fighting over Candace, like the rights of this 15 year old giant girl. And then she's like, oh, I have an epiphany. You both suck. You are both profiting off people's insecurities. You are distracting me from my mission in life to bust my brothers. How dare you? The selfishness. Candace does get get uh, finally wise up to what's going on here. They're they're sort of playing opposite angles, playing on people's insecurities. Yep, she wises up. Um, speaking of will, do you know how to remember that the y-axis goes up and it's not the x-axis? You got to wise up. Um, yeah, that works. That's what dummies like me have to do since we don't study math yeah i mean i i've definitely made uh different mnemonics for things like that a lot of times in my life never had to never had to remember the x do you believe in pemdas uh yes okay i'm very sleep deprived anyways (laughs) um so she uh where was it in in uh overseas they call it like bodmas where instead of parentheses they call them brackets that's and uh, or sometimes it's sometimes it's also bidmus. That uh, is of, especially upsetting. That sounds like a in, good day. Instead of uh, exponents, they sometimes call them indices. That hurts my. It's feelings. this whole thing. Nobody cares. Uh, you know who might care? The people, the Costa Rican soccer team, or hmm. your math professors. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, anyways, uh, they Candace like I'm gonna go and. The PP, uh, Otter, and Blanca fight over the elixir that she leaves behind. It knocks into Deuce Machine, which we'll get to later, and it's set to the universe setting. So he fires it, and the universe expands. Um, and Candace marches home, and she walks into that. She's like, Oh my God, I can fit. And then we find out Baljeet has to go hang the shame curtains himself because the watermelon was about to win, but now it is to scale with him because mm-hmm. everyone grew and Ferb says something about how either everyone shrank or it shrank back to the normal or everyone grew and that's the end of the episode for the Phineas and Ferb plot any thoughts anything I jumped over that you wanted to hit on um I like so another shout out to the Phineas and Ferb wiki that says uh soon enough Candace becomes a 50 foot parentheses 15.24 meter tall giant um also, I thought the I thought the line about how uh, and I guess Navi mentioned this in the in the opening the line about how she's two inches too ugly uh, was was a really funny line. Yeah, I, I guess if if PP uh, Otter PP Otter is is shorter than Candace, um, so if Candace is two inches too ugly, I don't know how many inches too ugly PP is. I mean, did you see him? He was mad ugly. Um, yeah, so do we want to go to the doof plot or does Navi have anything she wants to add? 
I just like that from this point forward, everyone in the Phineas and Ferb universe is just 50 feet taller. Yeah. <laughs> Irreparable damage now- to the universe, but nobody oh. notices it. Phineas and Ferb really did mess up society. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think when they do like Maybe Thanos could have done this. Ooh. That might have been an interesting. That, that should yeah, be the what, next what, what if? What if? Yeah, he he makes the universe just a little bit bigger, so we have more resources or something. Yeah. Uh, do you think then the measurements, like the measuring cups, will be whack, or like if they may have to make you know what uh, a vaccine or something, then the like everything will be to we, scale. Yeah, I mean, think I think if everything scaled up equally, then it would be fine. Problem is how am am i scaling like because say say like if i have like a sphere or something and i make that sphere twice as big what do i mean by twice as big am i am i making the like cross section twice as long or am i making the total volume twice as big because if what i'm actually doing is making it making the radius twice as big then what i did was make the volume of that like eight times as big or something um so uh you know there's some math to be figured out here in how they're uh making the world bigger but But i'm sure they did that you could take that sphere and use the shrink sphere to Mm. shrink it back to size that's that's what he should do is re-shrink the universe maybe that's what candace was against um anyway should we get to the perry the judge of puss plot yes yes (laughs) so we start off perry slides into his lair and then major monogram is going on about how you have to put the hats on the fish to make sure they don't get sued um i think i was doing some miscellaneous like checking in someone at work so did i miss anything important here yeah so uh the the entrance to the lair was in a neighbor's koi pond ah yes yes. the koi from the koi pond like fell in with perry so they had all these fish just like flopping around that's why uh, michael scott was in this episode yeah. <laughs> okay, that makes yeah. sense. I look away for one like, second. Yeah, oh, we don't we don't want to get sued, so let's just yeah. say they're agents now. Yes. And that will come back to help Harry. So he's like, something, something, Doofenshmirtz. So he goes, Doofenshmirtz, we hear the jingle, and Doofenshmirtz is looking at the one. He's like, This stupid carnival, it's not even letting me think and hear my own evil jing- jingle. And then we turn around and there's the band recording the jingle in his office. And here the he's platypus. really, oh, go he's ahead, go really ahead. being a being a Grinch here, and I mean like literally from the old cartoon, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, when he's complaining about all the noise, 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 noise. Yes, who's the who's the um, Sally? What's her name? Sally? No, Cindy Lou Who? Cindy Lou Who? Yeah, um, Isabella, right? Isabella, maybe Susie, but she's ew, evil. ew. I'm gonna go throw up. Please continue the podcast while I do that um yeah so uh yeah so perry rattles himself into the room he uh starts playing the banjo and do was like a platypus playing a banjo perry the platypus wearing a, playing the banjo because he puts mm-hmm. on the hat um and that will never not make me laugh um so he is like uh-huh. and then he tracks away the platypus in one of those like toddler seat things where they like bounce and they have the little table thing i don't know how to describe Mm. it other than that i think i did a great job good job me 
I have my myself. Good job. Good job. For uh, for the audio only people, that sound you heard was Felipe high fiving himself in front of his mic. Yes. Um, if you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you gonna love somebody else? Can I get an amen? But yeah, so he hates the carnival and he got this mechanism at a baby shower that he went to. And he was like, you know, men can go to baby showers too. And I'm like, listen, this is a sign of the times because anyone can go to baby showers these days. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Genders is a social construct. Um, but yeah, so he, he tells him that he hates the carnival and that he's going to basically, at the baby shower, he got the idea of the stinkinator thing. I didn't write down the specific name, but in the other episode, he has a long name for his oh, yeah exam. this one i think was just called the stinkinator the stinkinator yes um sorry smellinator smellinator yeah so he wants to pollute the smell of the carnival with dirty diaper smell mm-hmm. yes um and then we go back to the Phineas and fur plot there's some shenanigans and then the fishes from earlier the koi pond fish they save perry and through that, Doofus is distracted. He wants to align it 200 feet, but it knocks over to the universe. And because of the shenanigans with P.P. Otter and Blanca, the elixir swaps instead of the smellinator. And then it just poofs up into Doofenshmirtz's building, and he literally attacks himself. So any, any thoughts of this plot besides the fact that uh, Doofenshmirtz does call Perry, Perry the Judge of Kiss at one point? Um, no, I thought, I thought, I thought it was, it was funny. This was the better part of the episode for sure. Undoubtedly. As usual. Nabi, any thoughts on this? Uh, not really. Pretty par for the course. Like, I, I, we've talked about this before, but like when compared to other Perry and Duke plots, like it's pretty mm-hmm. middle, but like compared to what we had to deal with for the rest of the episode, it was A1 plus. Mm-hmm. Agreed. With that said, do we have any final thoughts on this episode or should we throw it to a musical break? Musical break. Okay. You know you want to be her. She's a flawless girl. All the boys say when they meet her. She's a flawless girl. She's at the forefront of every trend. Never less than five foot ten. And if you use our products, then you can be a flawless girl. A flawless girl. Flawless girl. Because nobody's perfect without using our cosmetics. And we'll be right back. And we are back. Y'all, I missed you in those sweet, sweet dulcet tones of the song. I missed you both. Anyways, who wants to talk about Backyard Aquarium? I guess since I have the notes pulled Mm -hmm. up on my app here, I might as well. It might as well be you. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, also- If not you, then who? Yeah, exactly. Lied to. Yeah, I feel lied to because prior to viewing this episode, I was perusing the Twitter and also the emails. And uh-huh. Giovanni was like, these two episodes are boring. And I'm like, well, I guess that means yeah. that note-taking will be easier. No, I have so uh-huh. much just from the Phineas and Ferb stuff. And then like this little part is just like- Also, yeah, from, from what I saw, I was like, huh, no, these episodes were very memorable. I remember the Bratwurst hot dog fight. Well, the next one of us. A lot happened in them, but they weren't memorable. You don't remember the Bratwursts? 
that I, like, lives rent free in my mind. Yeah, I, I, I the bratwurst, the bratwurst stuff. I think was the only thing I could have maybe remembered. Mm-hmm. This this backyard aquarium plot, I had absolutely zero recollection of. Me too. That's fair. That's fair. But the bratwurst and stuff, I and do. and an hour from now, we'll still have absolutely zero recollection of. <laughs> Yeah, maybe that's why I took so many notes because I was worried I would forget it by the time we got to the recap. And I was like, I don't want to forget. <laughs> well, basically like, two sentence plot synopsis, I guess. Is that Phineas and Ferb, I guess, got a pet fish named Goldie and they want to show her appreciation. So they build an aquarium and then they end up turning their backyard into SeaWorld. Mm-hmm. And Someone also, Candace, didn't watch what's that movie? Blackfish. Uh, yeah, Blackfish. Yeah. Was this before or after Blackfish? I want to say this around was the same before. time. Before, yeah. William's yeah. gonna Google. Blackfish yeah. was in 2013. Also, Candace and Jeremy are trying to call each other. That was also kind of BS. But that song was a banger, like a sleeper hit. That was like will's disco miniature golfing queen i was like this hits like where where was reba mcintyre she should have done the full version i believe um uh sheena easton did Ah, this song no wonder i love it she's scottish right yeah she was in the loch ness monster scooby-doo i think she did the uh scooby-doo theme song in that one if i'm not mistaken the one that lisa famously gave a 0.25 All right, so Phineas and Ferb have a new pet fish named Goldie. Uh, they want to make an aquarium for her because they appreciate all the happiness and joy that she brings to them. And she will definitely be a mainstay in the cast moving forward. She will not be washed away into the ocean after some mm-hmm. shenanigans. Yeah, we, we really get like a, like absolutely no origins on Goldie. Like, I mean, she was the new pet, right? She is a goldfish that appeared out of nowhere. And Maybe it would have made more sense. The from the previous episode. Maybe. If, if I had a nickel for every time this show has introduced a goldfish that I don't care about, I would have two nickels, which <laughs> yeah, isn't a lot. Say, but it's weird that it happened twice. They could have they could have just used Buford's fish. I forgot to mention yeah. in the last plot, though. I did love the little that moment where Belgium was like, you guys helped me build the science uh, portal to Mars like a few days ago. And I'm like, in the timeline, that would have been six days ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, continue, Navi. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, Candace is waiting for Jeremy to call her, and she has both the house phone, her cell phone, and a Bluetooth on her just to make sure yeah. that she catches his call. And Linda is bemused by this. Uh, this is very extra of Candace, I'm sure. But this is also on brand for her. Very on brand. And I, honestly, she was serving a look. Like, Blanca would be jealous. Because at least she knows what Bluetooth is, unlike Blanca's old raggedy ass. <laughs> okay, let's not get ageist here. Um, Linda's going to go to a book signing of her favorite author, who writes these self-help books, I guess. We got a name pa- for her, right? I don't think we did. I think no. she just said, my favorite author. Lazy writing. Also, we get the line of square root of soon is never. Yeah, yeah I wrote that Will, down. Will, uh, mathematically, what do you think of the, the Candace? Um, 
I don't quite like it. I wish they had picked another word. Never kind of implies zero to me. Um, so I would say the the square root of soon is like, I don't rarely or something. I I don't know. I'm 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 nitpicking. I I think it's fine for for this cartoon. Yeah. I mean I mean it's up there with with her talking about oh I forgot to carry the one and divide by Jeremy's face. I mean, Jeremy does have a round face, so could be a round number. Yeah, maybe. So Phineas and Ferb build Goldie's new home, but feel she's going to be lonely. So they go out to the sea to fish new friends for her, I guess. Um, and while they're building the aquarium, the neighbors are trying to water the lawn, but like obviously because they're using all the water, like they can't water the lawn properly. It's very funny. Yeah, really, really. Uh, calls into question just how much Phineas and Ferb are like hoarding public utilities. Phineas and Ferb are bad for the environment. You heard it here yeah. first. I'm surprised no like residents were going to city hall and being like this bylaw states and this mm-hmm. person like I'm surprised like no complaints have come for the Flynn Fletcher household. Phineas and mm-hmm. Ferb caused global warming in their universe. You heard it here. <laughs> All right, so they bring Goldie her friends, and one of her friends is a killer whale who eats her initially, and everyone's like, oh my god. But then it's a fake out, I guess, and the killer whale just blasts her out of the blowhole on her head. Or on their head. The fact that Goldie is in the plastic bag the whole episode. (laughs) Like, it's (laughs) that that cutscene from Finding Nemo where they're all like chilling in the ocean, causing a commotion. Yeah. Yeah, that, that just sent me. I did like a, laugh like quite a, narwhal, a few times. You say? Yes, like the very real narwhals. Um, yeah. I don't know. There were some moments where I literally was laughing. But maybe I was just sleep deprived and unhinged. I think that was the case. Or maybe they were really on top of their game. Who knows? I'd rather go with the first one. <laughs> For my sake. Yes. Um, so this inspires Phineas and Ferb to make SeaWorld in their backyard. And we cut to Candace and Jeremy trying to call each other. And then we get the song, When Will He Call Me? And Felipe, I understand that you say that this is a bop, so I'll let you take this one here. It was a banger. Some of the lyrics were like, I'm going to wait until my shoestrings. And I was like, okay, there's going to be an aglet tote. No, there wasn't. But, uh. Uh, will I call him on the shoestring or and then like how long do I have to wait a week a day or the phases of the moon I don't remember the lyrics but it was catchy like it went hard and spoiler alert it will make the playlist at the end of this it probably will make the top 15 songs of the season because I loved it that much that's quite the uh call there we still have we're on episode three (laughs) we still have 23 episodes and honestly We'll find out in like a few months. Someone can pull this clip, see where it stands. All right. Well, you have the opposite opinion, I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 the song was fine. I, I found the whole like Jeremy and Candace trying to call each other plot thing to be kind of annoying, if I'm okay. going to be honest. Next TikTok trend I want to start. You do that, you match that song with Hotline Bling. There we go. How about you match that song with berries and cream? Baby.
been a great podcast, everyone. We'll see you next week. Fuck berries and cream. Goodbye. <laughs> All right. Bobby, so after ahead. the song is over, Candace sees the aquarium and she's going to go and see what her brothers are up to. She sees the aquarium and tries to bust the boys by taking a picture, but she needs to get closer because all the people in the crowd are just blocking her view, even though she is, you know, five foot eight, like she's, she's fairly tall, I'd -hmm. say, especially compared to like the rest of the people in the crowd. Um, Meanwhile, not not as tall as she was in the last episode, but still relatively tall. Yeah, I'd like to think five foot eight. I wonder, does does uh, the Phineas and Ferb wiki say how tall Candace is, or does it say taller or shorter than someone else? Because Candace is canonically five foot eight. Oh yeah, no, it says it. It says it. Here oh. it is. She's five foot eight, born on July eleventh. Oh, there you and go. Then I guess I guess we know that Candace is five foot eight, and then we figure out how tall everyone else is based on that. We love that. All right, so Linda's at the book signing and the author tells her that she needs the full set of books after seeing the picture Candace did of her, like just like looking you know, in shock. And they do say a picture paints a thousand words. <laughs> True. So, Maybe do, the- so do a series of novels. Capitalism. Yeah. So Candace climbs up the tree only for the branch to snap, causing her to fall into the aquarium and unwittingly becomes a part of the Sea World Act. Um, and also Jeremy- this phone in- not break? Sorry, I interrupted you. This phone was in so much water. What? <laughs> no, I was about to say, how is Candace not dead? Okay, <laughs> also a question, very important question. You asked the more important question, honestly. But like, huh? Make it make sense. And also she's like having a conversation with Jeremy being, he's being like, did you get my messages <laughs> while she's like getting flinged across like the aquarium? It was very bizarre. Candace should be deceased after this episode, yeah. but she's not. Honestly, there are multiple life. Uh, you know what? I forgot that it's a cartoon. That's why she's alive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also he left 11 messages. Would you have that much dedication? Who should, should we leave a message for someone on the on the podcast right now? Who should we call? AJ? Um, I don't think we should. Okay. <laughs> but we can't. If you would, if you would like, no, it's on fine. your phone to leave a message. Sure. I'm not a message lever. I am. If someone doesn't answer my phone call, I'll text them. Okay. I I agree with that unless it's like a professional situation uh mm-hmm. that also i do you know s- me professional as always uh i i am of the opinion everyone needs to have a voicemail box set up though like in case there mm-hmm. is an emergency yeah and my brother does not have one set up and it annoys me because i'm like what if i die and someone needs to call you i think i have it set up but i forgot the password to it so <laughs> i can't ask Navi. Mm. <laughs> Well, I mean, if it's important, they'll text me. Okay, Will, please text Navi if I die. Will do. <laughs> How am I going to know? Um, I don't know. Someone will post it. We'll figure it out. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Hopefully in many years. Yeah. So the aquarium freezes. That wasn't a very convincing, yeah, Navi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, you know. We'll Whatever. We'll take play it by ear. <laughs> so the aquarium freezes totally randomly and it has nothing to do with the do for and Perry plot at all. Hmm. And it cases everything in it, including Goldie. And then Candace slips and Jeremy catches her, like, you know, bridal style, I guess is what it's called. I have a question. And she's just, yeah. Scientifically, that's not realistic, right? The thing freezes, but things can swim under. I'm no scientist. Uh, you can certainly have something where the outside is freeze, but yeah. the middle is not yet freezed. Frozen is the word, not freeze. <laughs> I mean, how does how do you think ice fishing works? Yeah. Ah, you make points. See, I just like to ask stupid questions and find out the answers yeah. on podcasts. This is why you it's, have a it's like the opposite. It's, you know it's like you ever you ever microwave a hot pocket, and the I've never had a really, hot pocket. Uh, that's good. Don't don't start. Yeah. Now. I've also it's never had Taco Bell, and multiple that. people shame me for that in the last few weeks. Mm, I have never been that, to that. That no. maybe you could. You know, it's it's a cultural thing, Taco Bell. Yes, and I respect my own culture to not eat it. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I've also not had Taco Bell. I've had Taco Time once at a food court. What's Taco Time? I don't know. I guess thing? it's. I think it's a Canadian thing. Maybe, but we do have Taco Bell here. We don't have one up here in fake Winnipeg. But I've been to a Taco Hut, but I got Pizza Hut. I don't know. I think burritos are more of a thing up here. People are really into burritos in Canada. Do they have the chipotle? We don't have Chipotle, but we have Kedoba. Oh, I love I love Kedoba. Like, and we also have Bar Burrito, which I think is a Canadian only thing, but it's basically like Chipotle, but Canadian. Anyway, what were we talking That's about? It's been your again? Canadian oh, yeah. fast food minute. <laughs> yeah. William. Uh, the, the, frozen, the frozen light. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh I, what I was saying was uh, sometimes you get a hot pocket and it's like super hot on the outside, but still somehow frozen on the inside because of mm-hmm. the way the microwave cooked it. It's the opposite of that. I think it could be still like a, a decent on um, the uh, inside, but still frozen on the outside. I've, yeah, I've never had a hot pocket. Should we taste test a hot pocket on air? No, no absolutely not. not. They're not worth. Were hot pockets robbed in the '90s bracket, food bracket? For no, uh, I can't imagine they were. <laughs> uh, yeah. So basically, the episode ends because they they turn their thing into a hot pocket. Well, I mean, any microwavable food, right? It's cold on the inside, but it's like hot. Yeah. On the okay, that makes yeah. sense. Science. Dun, dun, dun. Which is why you cook it for an extra minute or two than what the box says. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. So Candace pushes the ice block that used to be the aquarium off to the ocean along with the bleachers that also randomly popped up, I guess. You'd assume uh, that would be heavier than it was, but she just like did a little like, whoop. Yeah. How much, how much does Candace weigh? Oh my God. Is she like big boned? I don't know. I mean, they they did grow 50 feet in the last True. <laughs> episode. So yeah. Linda tells Candace, shows up. She tells Candace she got her a book. I love that there's uh, like the companion piece for the unhinged daughter. It's like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Candace remembers, oh yeah, I should probably bust my brothers now. So she goes and tries to show Linda. And while she does that, Jeremy tells Candace, he'll call her later. And then she becomes stressed out about the call. And then Phineas and Ferb see the ice heading towards the ocean. And Ferb says, if you love something, set it free. And that's the end of the episode. Like like we do with Perry every day. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But he always randomly comes back. So I guess Mm -hmm. it works out. Also, there's a stinger that Goldie's in the ocean with her friends. And, you know, she's living her best life. It's literally the cutscene from Finding Nemo. The like where Peach and Bloat and Flo and Deb and Gil, they're all like, oh, that was, but. Um, so what do we think about the A plot this episode? I will say, despite the fact that she should not have lived through that, that was some fun, like, animation acrobatic stuff to watch. Like, it was very soothing on this Tuesday. Um, um, I, was I would, uh, I could say take it or leave it, but probably leave it on this plot. Um, All right. <clears throat> how do we feel about aquariums in general? Ah, uh, I'm not into them. I like the vibe, but I also wish that I don't. I don't believe that every single aquarium is the best place for sea critters, mm-hmm. as long as they're being taken care of. Uh, but I do like the vibe of an aquarium. I, I love the blue aesthetic, like the dark lighting and like cold. Mm-hmm. I do. How you I feel love, like you're living in a lava lamp? Yes, I do love. I I feel like. I would thrive in the ocean if I was Percy Jackson. And I just am going to put that out there. If there's a way to get underwater breathing powers one day, I would like them. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I, I love like that aesthetic. Um, I also fuck with the planetarium. So take that as you will. I've only been to an aquarium once and I think that was in the Mall of America, actually. Hmm. In so. Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, in Minnesota. Yeah. It wasn't on your also, friendship wheel like... questions, so I wouldn't have yeah. known. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> also, um, I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh, there was also like, uh, in like, there's a the Club Regent Casino in real Winnipeg, where mm-hmm. they have like an arc where you can like walk past, and there, there's like a little mini aquarium. So when my friends and I turned 18, we all went there. We were like, yeah, we'll totally gamble. And then we were too scared to gamble. So then we would just walk around the aquarium and then went into the McDonald's that was in the casino because we're like, ooh, a casino McDonald's, that's so fancy. And then we walked away ashamed that we're not adult enough to do uh, the things at the casino. So there you go. That was my story. Want to go into the Doof and Perry plot? Let's yes, please. All right, so uh, Perry sneaks away from the boys and he enters the lair and sees that newspaper is on the floor. Major Monogram says there's new recruits who are still in quote-unquote training. I have (laughs) two words. Mm -hmm. Strike. And, no, three words. Strike and unionize. (laughs) (laughs) Two words. One word. (laughs) Um, Respect for the Alka. Yes. Uh, Major Monogram tells Perry that Doof has brought the bought the entire tri-state area's bratwurst or bratwurst, and Perry needs to check it out. So have you, he you goes to do. 
had bratwurst? Yeah, of course. Um, I don't think I have. I don't think so either. Which is weird because like there's like it's mainly Ukrainian, yeah. Polish, once in Manitoba, but there's like some German. I always wanted bratwurst after this episode, but then also the way that the bratwurst thought they looked like balloon animals that before like the worm. The worm no, balloon animal. Bratwurst is good. Bratwurst is good. It's I mean, it's I just like, like a, two weeks to try it. <laughs> it's just like a different kind of sausage. I'm no, they've got bratwurst everywhere. No, I know they do, but I am planning I don't to know. cut out. I'm more used to Kelvin. Oh, okay. I, th- I thought you were saying like, oh, they, they don't have bratwurst where you're moving. No, so they got... definitely do. <laughs> like, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. I wonder... Kelvin is Winnipeg. Yeah. But, you know. um, also, as Perry's leaving, Major Monogram tells Perry to watch his stuff, which is fair um perry breaks into doof's evil incorporated and doof just appears to be chilling in a chair mm-hmm. and it turns out uh it's the platypus secret agent arrival in order to foil my evil plot capture meter what do we think i'm about glad you wrote that down <laughs> i think it's funny i i love i love a good fake long name me too uh, so Doof explains his uh, tragic anime backstory, where he used to be a bratwurst vendor, where people would make fun of him, which in turn makes him want revenge. Not enough and that to be a result- sound, though. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah, it, it like teeters the line. Well, what do you think? Is does this count? Uh, oh, does it count as backstory? Um, I mean, it is a backstory, but there was no tragic anime i think yes it counts as a backstory that he was a a bratwurst vendor it seems more current as opposed to his time in gimmelstump i think it's still a backstory yeah okay maybe when he first emigrated to danville yeah um Mm. yeah so this results in him making the hot dog vendor revengeinator which will freeze the hot dogs in ice which will in turn make customers buy bratwurst, bratwurst by default. So what do we think about this? Just eliminating the competition so they only go to do. A, capitalism. B, uh, my thought was, why didn't you just make a bratwurst machine where you turn all the hot dogs into bratwursts? Because then he's still not... Uh, he's, he's not, not making a profit. That's fair, but... Yeah. It's a, it's a hot dog... Are they like Pokemon? Like, is a hot dog an evolution of the bratwurst? No. I, I think not. I think they're all just different <laughs> kinds of sausage. Um, yeah, I'll need to mute my mic. <laughs> Maybe no. you, for Gen 9, you can work on the Pokemon evolutions. You can be the next character designer. The hot dog evolves into the bratwurst, and then what is the bratwurst? I mean, evolve? there was an ice cream Pokemon that evolved into delicious. a bigger ice cream Pokemon. Vanillux? Mm-hmm. Yes. And Vanillish? There's the Pokemon that's just keys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Left key, I think it's name. It's a steel fairy yeah. type. Don't ask me why. And then, like, uh, Clang and Cling Clang. It's just the gears <laughs> yeah. and the more gears. Muck is just sludge. I mean, and Grimer is also just sludge. Did y'all see the? I'm not, never mind. I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you the meme later. Is it the the meme about how Ekans is snake yep, backwards? Yes. Okay. Yes. 
<laughs> and Arbuckus Cobra backwards. Yeah, moving swiftly on. Yes. So Perry starts fighting Doof, but Doof uses the Brockwurst to keep Perry at bay. Perry uses the hot dog, and they're basically sword fighting with the, like, kind of like with the foam swords you would get from, like, Dollarama or whatever. My yeah. brother and I would buy those all the time, and then I would beat the shit out of it. There was definitely, like, some other, more Star Wars references in this. Like, there was, um, mm-hmm. like, yeah. I did expect someone to be, I think even the music was, like, somewhat similar to Duel of the Fates, maybe. Mm, that would make sense. Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't notice any like. Well, understood that reference. <laughs> Star Wars. No, I, I know that song, um, yeah. but yeah, I wouldn't notice any specific choreography other than like, oh, they're sword fighting with their wieners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, there was definitely imagery that I was gonna bring up, but will beat me to it. Whoa. So stop it, Will. <laughs> Okay, oh, Perry hits the Revengeinator and it hits the aquarium, causing it to freeze everything in it, including Goldie. This is just a rehash of what I talked about earlier. Then Perry causes all the Bratwurst to topple on Doof and his invention, and that's the end of the episode. What do we all think about that, folks? I'm still on the Will line. <laughs> you know, it's, it's this is an episode of Phineas and Ferb that we watched. Uh, and and of all of the episodes in season two, this is one of them. Felipe is turning red. Send help. <laughs> it's been a long day. Um, Are we ready to get to feedback and rankings? No, because we got to listen to that bang of a song. <laughs> Like Survivor think, tomorrow night. Yeah. I'm so excited for Survivor tomorrow. Me too. Are we going to do our uh, a draft or not? I know. Will has time. If there's time. If we can be quick. We can be very quick. Um, but are we doing a winner draft or are we doing a reverse I draft? Do a, I want to do a must lose draft. Yes. Let's do a draft, yes. reverse draft. Um, okay. So we, we did get. Well, I haven't checked the Twitter. I will check the Twitter. We did get one email from Giovanni today. Thank you, Giovanni. Uh, that says, I am, am I the only one who used to think that these two episodes were from season one? Uh, they feel like the leftovers from season one, right down to not having many of the main characters involved. Uh, like, we don't see Buford. We don't see Isabella. Uh, does this feel like season one leftovers to y'all? It 
maybe just because I remember these episodes and they like season two, I definitely don't know much about season three and four. So maybe it feels like we'll see how much I remember about season two, but it definitely felt like of a time. So I don't know if they're leftovers per se, but I feel like they definitely like I get sort of maybe what he's saying. Mm-hmm. It feels like early season one content that got cut, but then they're like, oh shit, we need to fill out the airtime for season two. What ideas do we have left over from season one? And then they chose these ones. Yeah, and, and another another question that Giovanni asked us on Twitter is, is are these the most uh, forgettable episodes of season two, if not the whole series? Um, I, I, don't know if, the whole series. I, don't, I don't know if they're the most forgettable. And I know that, you know, like, how am I going to remember the most forgettable thing off the top of my head? Um, but it is very forgettable. Yes. Yeah. I don't remember. I, there are probably episodes of season two I've never seen. So uh, in terms of the most forgettable, I don't think this is the most forgettable thing that we've encountered yet. I feel like the other goldfish one was kind of more forgettable than this. Mm-hmm. But is he asking specifically season two only? Um, sir, yeah, that's what, well, what he said was season two. And then what about the whole series? I think uh, I, I think, think there are some more forgettable ones, like the jousting one, despite mm-hmm. the fact Tim Curry was there. Shout out Jay. Um, jousting one was kind of forgettable. Yeah, well, we'll have to see as as we go on. But I think this this one is going to be a pretty pretty forgettable one, and we'll yeah. we will see that when we get to our tiers. Uh, but first, uh, we've got some. Uh, rankings to do, some ratings to do. Uh, let's let's start with uh, Doofenshmirtz's uh, innators. Did he impress his professor with the smellinator? I I had fun watching it. Uh, I don't know if I would enjoy the smellinator, but yeah. I think there were too many options. Like, did he really need a universe option? Mm, no. Yeah. I think for that he fails. Uh, I, I, I think, I actually think all of these were good to me. And I think all of the Doofenshmirtz stuff was my favorite part of both episodes. Oh, definitely. For sure. I agree. Um, what about the, uh, I didn't even write the whole name. I just wrote down the P-S-A-A-I-O-T-F-M-E-P-C-inator. Um, I, I, I. I think it was entertaining, but yeah, I think it would impress his professor to an extent, but she would also probably ask questions like we all did. Let's ask, uh, if someone could get us an interview with Dr. Havarlik, I would like to know. Yeah, the platypus secret agent arrival in order to foil my evil plot capturinator does get a pass for me just for the name alone. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, and, and what about the, the hot dog revengeinator? All I could think of when they were talking about was hot dog, hot dog, hot diggly dog. <laughs> Come inside, it's fun inside. Oh, no, not this again. Oh, is that what Will says when he wants to be a hotel? No, it's what uh, you no, talked about in your uh, the, the bracket that you did. For yes, yeah. Um. What yeah. is next? We have songs. What playlists are we putting these songs on? The hits for the second one. The other one, um, uh, the TV jingle song. 
So so you're you're putting the when will he call me song in your in your like top bangers playlist yes. in and the it, top fifteen. Subject to change, but I if it is not in the top fifteen at the end of the season, I will allow. Hmm, I need to think of stakes. Hmm, get back to me while I, I think of some stakes. I will say, I do you think the will he call me song? It, it would fit fairly well on like an adult contemporary station, which is mm-hmm. coincidentally a station I work at. Uh, I can yeah. see it climbing the hot AC charts. Um, it's a, it's the song it's... that uh, like uh, if I'm if I'm calling into the Delilah show and I'm like, hey, hey, Delilah, the I Delilah. have I have a crush on this guy. Can you can you play a song that is, you know, about my situation? And Delilah's like, oh, honey, I've got just the perfect song for you. And it's this one. This this country pop business. Yeah. What should but I, for what should I do? It's not on the playlist. What should I do um, if I if I if it's not what 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 should the stakes be? I will not eat a snake. Um you'll eat a bratwurst. I don't know. That might mess me up in a few months. Ugh. Um I yeah, this I I, I will I will personally reach out to one cast member from Phineas and Ferb trying to get them on this episode, on this podcast, if it is not. There you go. Vincent Martella, because he has the most Twitter presence. Listen, all we got to do is, did you see his, his tweet? Saturday is to support the sex workers. We just got to, we just got to <laughs> start. There you go. We should have had him on the Wiener episode. Oh, yes. Uh, I don't, I don't think that this song is making a playlist for me. The hits. Um, it's better than the Aglet song. Is that bold? I don't know. The, that's very bold. I mean, the Aglet um, song isn't, like, top for me either. That goes to my Juedis friend. <laughs> uh, the, the other song, the Flawless Girl song, I would actually put in a, like, uh, getting ready in the morning playlist. Like, this is what I'm listening to as I'm, like, brushing my teeth, combing my hair, checking myself out in the mirror, all these things. Navi, have you listened to the Robin Nicole cast preview? I have. So you are aware that your wettest friend is the recap guest this week? Yes, I am. I'm super excited. Yes. Yeah. What about you? What about the the flawless girl song? Do you have this in a in a playlist? Like the TV jingles, like catchy TV jingles that I would listen to. Not like that nonsense that Will is about to reference. No, that is not, no. not, not. You would put this in the same playlist as Berries and Cream? No, because Berries and Cream would not make it into that playlist. It would make it into the Binum pile. But I this would disagree. be in the catchy TV jingles like Baby Bottle Pop, Baby Bottle. That was a banger. We need to make that into a right? flawless girl. <laughs> Except instead of flawless girl, it's like little lad. Stop. The rest of this podcast series, let alone this episode, is done in protest after that. That I really need to check out that video. No, you do not, Navi. Protect the peace. Protect my friend Navi, please. Anyways, where are we going next? Um, is it better than reading? Is the growth serum better or yeah, worse will, than will. reading? Yeah, Will, Will. Is it better than reading? Why are you bullying Navi? Let her read her damn book. I'm not, <laughs> no, I'm not doing any bullying. just want to say it was will too do we need to do we need to come up with a new criteria for how good these things are no new, i think no, the book thing is great 
Navi loves But you. Elizabeth, keep dragging Felipe. It's fine. And yes. Will. Add Will into this because mm. he. <sighs> Navi. What is your but no, neither things make are better than reading a book. I would read I, a book. I don't think so either. Especially not the backyard aquarium. Okay. I'm I would like to get giant with all my friends if we all like grew. Like, <laughs> like 50 and do feet. what? I don't know. Stop on stop on the houses. Bratwurst fight. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah. Then uh honestly, I fuck with an aquarium. So if me and my friends want to go to an aquarium, let's go. Let's do it. Okay. It seems like it's two to one. Yeah. Let me live in my uh, own. Which, little you know, you know, we all have our own tastes. Yeah. Um, some of us so, like berries and cream, and some of us are correct. I think you listed the same thing twice there. Uh, <laughs> let's go to tears. Uh, what, uh, what tiers are we putting these episodes in? Uh, so remember our, our tiers uh, from highest to lowest in terms in Phineas and Ferb terms, we've got the top tier is Queen of Mars tier, then the yummy, yummy, yummy tier. Our third tier is okay. Uh, fourth tier is satellite fell to earth, and the fifth tier is busted. Um, like we'll have where to do we have the fight with the, the, the swords. Where do we have uh well, where do we have this uh first episode? Attack of the 50-foot sister. Who's going first? Uh, I'll go first. Uh, satellite filter. It, I just don't think that it had a lot to offer. Like I talked about before, like I talked about before, it felt like a remnant of like a, an abandoned storyline that they didn't really bother to fully flesh out. That was from early season one. So, mm-hmm. As, and like the doof plot, like, yeah, I was the better part of the episode but they're better doof plots like we know that the writers have it in them to write better plots so we not even that could save it for me if you're looking at it from a critical lens so yeah it mm-hmm. just it goes in that tier so i i have the same it's not quite bad enough that i want to put it in the busted tier it i mean i think it's just forgettable i i don't think it's bad in the same way the caveman episode is or the the horribly racist episode um mm-hmm. but will i watch this episode again i don't know maybe maybe when you're studying um oh i did want to say uh, giovanni responded last week to the question that are the new images in the theme song and he says that he believes it is oh okay okay good to know i forgot it- to check again yes um i also put uh episode 203a attack of the 50 foot sister in the satellite fell to earth tier but I put it below 203B, Backyard Aquarium, because I think that one was probably a better episode, Um, which if you're keeping track on the Nolan tiers, that they are both in the Tenet tier as well. Tenet being the fourth from the top tiers, like, I think Tenet is still a good movie. I mean... I mean, but, but if it's under but it, it is Dark Knight it, and Memento. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I. But I. I think it doesn't really like fourth best doesn't doesn't accurately depict to me that uh, these are just okay or less than okay, okay. even. Uh, in my humble opinion, Tenant was just okay, but we don't need to get into that. That's right fair. Well, yeah, it's that. like I'm I'm fine calling Tenant like okay, but I'm not saying okay is less than okay. Okay, how annoying was that? 
I still enjoyed it. Had a good, it had a, it had good fight scenes. Mm. Everything else was kind of nonsense. If I'm That's fair. Like this uh, podcast. Navi, where do you have uh, the backyard aquarium episode? Um, I think the bratwurst thing kind of elevates it a bit, but it's still in the satellite belt to Earth tier, similar to I believe Felipe has it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think I I do as well. I think the the bratwurst thing is the only thing that saved this from being bottom tier for me. But are, uh, do you think it's better than the the fifty foot sister? Or do you think it's of course not? It? Okay, I, this was almost bottom tier for me. Oh damn, Navi, what about yeah. you? Um, I think I think the, the fact, fact that, that we tiered. I think I think we added these tiers so we don't have to to true. arbitrarily decide within the tier. I anymore. will state though that the backyard aquarium was better than the fifty foot sister, and yeah. I, that's on period. That is that is one person's opinion on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Who won the episode? Who do we think won the episode? Uh, Attack of the Fifty Foot Sister. Who's going first? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm between a couple of people. As mm-hmm. am I. Uh, I think I'm gonna give this. I almost gave it to Doofenshmirtz for like actually saving the universe with his with his smell smellometer smellinator thing. Um, but I think I'm gonna give it to Ferb. Damn it! For his Sorry. for his one line where he says. Oh well, maybe everything else just grew, and like he actually figured out, like, oh, he just knew off the top of his head this is exactly how the universe fixed itself. So I was gonna be so slick. I was gonna be like, no one's gonna say Ferb. I came in ready to simp for Ferb in this episode because not only did he realize what happened, but he's also like Baljeet wants his own Ferb because Ferb is that clutch. So I also yeah. give it to Ferb. Navi, Navi, who do you think won the first? episode here well i was gonna give it to the backing vocals guy but <laughs> i feel like i've been picking too many meme choices and that may uh, annoy some people so i guess i'll give it to no nah, you know what i'll be different i'll give it to doof for okay. saving the universe by making everyone 50 feet taller than they actually are that that sounds good uh episode two the backyard aquarium who do who do you have felipe actually hmm Sorry. I'm thinking, do I want to give it to the koi fish from the last episode? Mm. Now I'll stick with Ferb. Sorry, koi fish. Um, I will give the backyard aquarium point to Candace because William, what the fuck? I mean, you, you could, you if you were looking at the totals thing, I before I even typed my things, I already edited the formulas because i knew that i was gonna have to add candace i didn't even and yeah so i put column. candace because mainly because that girl now you know what i was gonna say because she survived getting her phone in a pool and it working but actually i'm gonna go with the orcas okay the orcas get the mvp because they had to be subjugated to that nonsense the orcas who are living in captivity won the episode you heard it here first <laughs> Justice for the Orcas. Uh, but yeah, I, I went with with Candace uh, because uh, you know she she ended up with Jeremy at the end of the episode. He was simping over her the whole time and, and trying to call her. Um, I, I think uh, you know she she got a lot of things that she wanted out of all this. Navi, who do you think won uh, episode two? 
I kind of want to give it to Doof again just for the backstory. That's um, perfect. Yeah, so just give it to Doof again. Yeah. So to, to update our season totals, Doofenshmirtz has five points. He has one. Uh, Ferb has two. And then we've got several who are tied with one. May I make a, a request? Sure. Can I change my vote from the Orcas and give another point to Nosy? Just because? Uh, no. <laughs> Nosy wasn't in the episode. <laughs> but he's a legend. <laughs> uh, request denied. Damn. Okay. <laughs> What what are we if we have if we don't have our integrity? I mean, we live in a lawless society, as all podcasts should live in a lawless society. And I said that on period. And I said that shit. Fuck uh, Sarah Beth, week, and I said that shit. <laughs> next week, we have uh, the two episodes are Day of the Living Gelatin and Elementary, My Dear Stacy. Ooh, I remember Stacey, the second yeah. one. I remember the second yeah. one. They're in Britain. Yeah, going back, going back to Britain. Um, is it plug time? Will, Why am Will I doing it. all this announcing? <laughs> um, yes. So, uh, Will, <laughs> do you want Sex Education or the Lil Nas X album, or both, um, uh, or neither? Either, uh, either one. I, I actually had some other stuff. Okay. I think. So I was, I was actually gonna. I, I think I was gonna plug Sex Education, um, because I have watched, um. I think half of season three now. Season three of Sex Education on Netflix just came out. Yes, Um, it's a very good show. Um, The other thing I was going to plug is that today is the twenty first of September, uh, Mm -hmm. and every year for the past, this is the sixth year. uh, This guy on Twitter, his name is Demi Adejuibe, on Twitter at Electro Lemon. He has made videos for September twenty first that have just gotten progressively more and more outlandish and over the top this year was the last one but every year he does like uh raising money for charity um because of this video and this year his his goal uh was to raise a hundred thousand dollars um for a, a, a few different charities one of them was uh hurricane ida relief one of them was um finding access to safe abortions in west texas um but this hundred thousand dollar goal that he set was met within the hour that he posted the video. Um, so if you go to sept 21st, the number 21st.com, uh, you can see links to the, the donation stuff there. Uh, but also just check out his, his yeah. YouTube that's got all of the videos of the last so, six years. I had seen the videos every year, but and only until just now did not put the connection that he's the guy who was on Nicole Byers' podcast talking about The Last Jedi oh, wearing yeah. September 21st shirt. I'm like, oh my god, I recognize that name. I was like, oh, when you said it out loud. Yeah. Uh, as of now, they've raised uh, $605,000. And that video has not even been up for 12 hours. No, it's been out for like five. Because um, wasn't yeah, he late today? Uh, it's been up for eight hours. Eight hours. Um, let's see. What else? Oh, uh, so this Thursday, I don't know what day this this episode is dropping, Saturday. but this Thursday. Uh, so by the by the time that uh, you hear this, uh, Thursday the twenty third is the premiere of season three of Run the Layers with Creative Bobby, my my co host of Everyone and Their Brother, um, his uh, his podcast about creativity is starting back up, and I am very excited about it. Uh, so go check that out. 
if you want to follow me anywhere, I'm at Davis comma Will on all major social media. Uh, you can see that I posted the same picture three years in a row on September 21st. Um, it's not the same picture because you don't. Have no, well, it's not the same. It, it no. is me wearing the same outfit in the same location on my patio. Uh, it is. It is a very different picture, um, just based on on how I look in them. Uh, and you can you can hear me every week. Uh, Maybe not every week. Most weeks on everyone, their brother, um, at EATP podcast. Uh, we didn't record anything this last week. We had some scheduling things that were that were kind of hard. But uh, yeah, you can follow that show. There's like a hundred plus. Uh, nearly, I think the next episode we record is going to be like one thirty-seven. Uh, so we've one fifty-one Pokemon. I said there it last are uh, you know many many episodes you can go listen to. Including the one where you said that Chidi Adagonwe is a perfect Chucky Finster. Yeah. Uh, William Jackson Harper, who, who played Chidi Adagonwe, could also play Chucky Finster very well. Um, yeah, that's it for me. I don't want to ramble too much. Navi, what's new with you? Uh, you can follow me pretty much anywhere because I'm Navi. Uh, as for pop culture plugs, I rewatched the first season of American Vandal again because mm, why nice. not? Hashtag so who drew that- the dicks? <laughs> who drew the dicks? Who knows? Uh, yeah, that's uh, about it for me, Felipe. That's kind of a tie-in with sex education this season with the with the Whoa. wall. Um, yeah, the Wiener Wall. I don't think yeah. they called it that. No, it was it was something else. But in terms of me, I was gonna plug the Little Nas X album, but I forgot that it's Latinx Heritage Month, so. I'm a plug. Uh, Shakira, go listen to the Shakira album instead. <laughs> like, just because I am trying to support Latin creatives. Uh, did I plug one day at a time? I think I did last time. Uh, anyway, so uh, in terms of me, you can follow me out with the Fleep on Twitter. Uh, you can check out my updated website, felipesworld.weebly.com. Uh, you can follow me on LinkedIn and hire me if you want. I am moving to Los Angeles soon. Uh, anyways, uh, in terms of the Brazilian dragon, uh, I think we're going to do a High School Musical, the musical series wrap up finally this weekend. And then otherwise we're on a bit of a pause. Like this podcast might be for one week only uh, mm-hmm. because I am moving across the country. So next week we'll be back regardless for this podcast. But um, otherwise you can see my nonsense on the Twitters, on the Instagrams, on all the social media at with the fleep. Um, and then Brazil Dragon Pod. Uh, listen to the archives. We have some fun shows. Navi and Will have been on to talk about Scooby-Doo. Yeah. That was a fun episode. Uh, yeah, I don't really have much going on on my end other than check out my website and give me feedback if you think I should improve it. Uh, yeah, so uh, with all that said, uh, oh, I do have one more thing. Uh, October 4th, uh, Check my Twitter. That's I, I will be able to announce more next week. But mm. with all there that said, uh, tweet at us. Tweet yes. at us. Hashtag uh, unionize Alka. Yes. Uh, not hashtag sword fight. <laughs> uh, no. I, I'm sure someone else is using hashtag Bratwurst sword fight. We don't want to jump on that SEO. Also, um, hashtag birthday what? Ask Vincent Martella. At... Process. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Draft. Are we gonna do the draft quickly? Oh, oh. Yes. um, yeah. Here, let's, let's just go. Who had who had Phineas on their tribe? Uh, that was Will. Me? Okay, and then uh, GBH was my last person. So 
Do, Navi, did you have Carl or did you have Marty the Rabbit Boy? No. No. Okay, so Marty how about we do boy. Will, me, Navi, Navi, me, Will, Will, yeah, like that. Yeah. Sort of, just based on the book. Okay. Okay. And this uh, is a must lose survivor draft. Okay. I don't have anything written down, so me we're going to have to re- remember things. Uh, I want, I want, uh, uh, I think his name's David. <sighs> okay. Give me Brad. Here. Uh, David. I'll Will. go. I'll go Sydney. Oh, uh, good pick. Good pick. And then Xander, because I think he's very he like mentally is like the youngest kid. Okay, I need person. to look at this cast list. Uh, Survivor forty one. Forty one. Uh, vamp for me while I look at the cast list again. Um, maybe we should have been a little bit more prepared for this. Eh. I was prepared. Uh, I don't please. know about y'all. I'm gonna take uh, this is this is my Jeannie Machini. I stand her, but she ain't winning. Okay, Jeannie Machini. So then I have two picks, and with my two picks, I am going to take Eric Abraham. Oh, I love him so much. <laughs> and um, has someone said Tiffany? No, I'll take Tiffany, and I'll take Heather. Uh, who do I think? Okay, so let's see who's left. We have Erica, we have Ricard, we have Evie, Danny, Nasir, Deshaun, JD, uh, Chantel, Liana, and Sarah. Give me, give me Erica, because I think she has pre-merge boot, boot. How coach. dare you? We stand Erica in this house. Too, but like it's very possible she can leave early, especially like in a six tribe or six mm-hmm. person tribe format. But especially if it turns out Sydney's like decent at challenges, they may just turn to her. But mm-hmm. uh, and for uh, I guess Evie, Evie is Navi's pick. I'm gonna take Nasir because he probably makes a lot of money. Okay, um, who okay. else? Okay. Who do we have left? We have uh, Ricard. We have Danny. We have Deshaun. We have JD. We have Chantel, Liana, and Sarah. Okay, I'll take uh, Danny and Liana. Damn. God damn it. Those... Yeah. Um... I, I can't, in good conscience, take Sarah. Um, because she, I'm, she's from around here. I will take, uh, who would I be most happy to see lose? Who's left? Ricard, um, Deshaun, Chantel, Sarah, and I'll take Deshaun. I like them all, but I guess everyone else I would want to see win more, I guess. So. Well, you're going to have to pick another, so. I know. <laughs> um, I guess give me... JD, just because of his yeah. age. Oh, he's think- like mature for his age, but still. Um, Chantel, Sarah, and Ricard. Ricard. Ricard's like the favorite to win for like everyone, it seems. Like everyone's yeah. always fast. Mm-hmm. But- so is that your pick? No. Uh, I'll go with. Give me Chantel, just okay. in case she goes like 
off, on the off chance she goes like religious nut on these people. Okay, then at this point, I have to take Sarah. I think Ricard's better set up, so. Okay, there you go. And I will I will take Ricard. Do we have to do default. plugs again? <laughs> uh, no, this is it. Uh, okay. Next week, Day of the Living Gelatin, Elementary, my dear Stacy. Hashtag Union Izaka. Corndog, corndog. Hashtag birthing process. <laughs> Hashtag birthing process. Uh, corndog, corndog. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Bye. What you doing today? I know, you know, what you doing? Isabella Buford, Phineas and Ferb, Candace gonna bust you if you.